They've heard that. Let's hit them with some of that new shit. Welcome to season two, motherfuckers. Star. Word it up. <laughs> wow, season two is off to a good start. Oh, killing it. Just kill it. Just say it again. Just say the exact same word. Times? Yes. Okay. Oh. We don't know what we're saying. Here comes the hot stepper. Murder up. We are Hottest 100s and Thousands, and we have taken control of your community radio station. This, this is the podcast in which we talk about the songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the Triple J Hottest 100. My name is David James Young, and I'm one of the four voices you're going to be hearing for the next hour or so. Joining me once again on this sweet, sweet reunion tour, Mr. Adam Buncher. Hey. Mr. Andrew McDonald. Good day, good day. And Mr. Nathan. Harrison! I missed you. Oh, I missed you too! <laughs> Here we are once again, y'all. We are flying through the uh, the history of the Triple J Hottest 100, and you have arrived at Season 2. Thank you guys so much for all of your kind words and supports throughout the first season. It's been super, super cool, and just I was just so surprised at the reaction we got, and I'm really stoked that people are into this. You, you know. say, like, this is a long-awaited return? It kind of is. Like, I've had it people- is! Awaiting on this return. Yes. I know. I've had people like at me, just like, so yeah. when's it, when when's it coming back? I also I also know Jack. Yes, <laughs> hi Jack. Shout hi Jack. Jack. Yeah, Jack, Jack is Jack is one hundred and ten percent going to be on this podcast at some point. Now, before now we, we should... keep him hanging. Oh, you reckon? He wants it you too don't bad. Really he's shown his he's shown his hand now. I'm sorry, he's, he'll stop listening now. after he's on. Uh, so yeah, uh, you might notice that our voices sound a little different to previous, and that is because we are in the surrounds of FBI Radio, uh, hooked up by your boy, Nathan Harrison. Yeah, you should mm. listen to him on the radio. Yeah, oh, yeah he's real good. Yeah. Yeah. 4am this Monday, everybody. <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> but seriously, shout out to FBI for having us here. Yes. Like, yeah, guys are shout out to FBI in general. Yeah. If you're yeah. not listening, awesome, you're awesome wasting place. your time. Yep, fbi.org.au or some shit. fbiradio.com. Oh. Boom, there you Slash go. click. Slash click. Uh, that's the studio that we're in. We're in the click studio. Because we're all mad DJs. Yeah, we're we are. Yeah, we are cutting it up sick on the ones and twos. Yep. And what better way to cut off sick than the party anthem of a generation? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, at number 100, this is Lisa Loeb with Stay, open bracket, <laughs> I missed you. Close bracket.
was Lisa Loeb at number 100 in the 1994 Hottest 100 with Stay. And we are going to throw to Mr. Andrew McDonald and get his take on this. Oh, I, I'm, I'm going to assume maybe a divisive ballad in the room. Maybe, maybe you some, watch maybe your words, some, mate. Maybe <laughs> some love, maybe some hate. Oh, listen, I, don't, I don't think there's enough there to be divisive. It's really? Just, yeah, it's pleasant enough. It's entirely an inauspicious start to a Hottest 100, <laughs> yeah. a, a summer Australia Day party day. Yeah. But, like, it's nice enough, I suppose. I enjoy the absolute sincerity and sheer, like, unabashed, anti-ironic tone that it strikes, cause particularly in, I guess, 94, which wouldn't have been the most popular of tones to be writing a popular song in. But, yeah, it's... It's pleasant enough folk rock. I, even now, I'm struggling to recall it. It's, it, 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 left, <laughs> it left that inauspicious a mark upon me. I think I'm striking a chord here with Nathan. No, no, no. I was worried that someone was going to go on the offense, but it's, oh, right. it's okay. You're a big fan. Oh, this is a lovely song. Okay. Like, I get that, yeah, I think, you know, first thing to come on at all the Hottest 100 parties, everyone will be like, oh, oh okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go get another drink, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like sure, in the Peterson okay. Bowls Club, yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Maybe oh. when the cranberries are on. But this is like... <laughs> Lovely. I don't know. I really like this song. Like, it's yeah. beautiful. It makes me feel like I'm in an episode of Melrose Place or something. Like, it's it is Melrose yeah. Placey. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's exactly like that. I don't want to wait. The Dawson's Creek song. Oh like, yeah, it's all right, good. Just, <laughs> I think the vocal delivery is lovely. The way that she sort of like the verses sort of just keep rambling through and yeah. like. Everything feels so cluttered, and, and then she gets to the yeah. chorus, and it's just this beautifully restrained refrain, and it's just like everything just sits back. It's and the lovely. fact that most sentences and most phrases actually start with the word and. Yeah. So it really is yeah, like, yeah. It is like, like a, a running sentence. sentence. And yeah. everything yeah. is about her as well. Like, there's so many first person, like, it's, it's like I turn on the radio, like yeah. I do. It's, yeah. all, it's all about her. It the is first- grammatically messy. <laughs> Ox- First unsigned artist to get a number one Billboard hit. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's something. Good. good effort. On her yeah. website, it says that that actually is still remaining as a record, which yeah, in right. fact, I, I, believe, sure I believe it's not anymore because of Macklemore and Ryan Lewis and Thrift Shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. But, but it's it's but it's only those two Damn that have you, done it Macklemore. so far. The big two. <laughs> She's had a crazy career since then. Like, this is... She has I mean, a sing-along album. Yeah, yeah, like a kid's album. A sing-along yeah. kid's book. Yeah. Which is a really great idea. Idea, I think I listened to some of it. <laughs> and she also- turned into a dynamic milf for the record. God damn, <laughs> dynamic. It's, it's dynamic. really weird, actually, because like she's got this kind of weird half sex symbol, half not thing going on. Yeah, which like is really- the, the librarian kind of thing going yeah. on with the big yeah. glasses. It's, it's just like it is very reality bite. It like, totally is, know you know. Like, yeah. yeah, hair completely tied up, and the glasses on. The second you take the glasses off and undo the, the hair, she's a fucking bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned, like, really, the first thing I thought of when I heard the song was like, okay, what's this from? Yeah. Like, right, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's such it's, a soundtrack song. It's yeah. not a song that stands by itself. And to me, like, this, I, I agree with what you're saying, Nathan, like, and Andrew as well. Like, it's a fine enough song, but the thing I can't get past is it's just a 90 singularity. Yeah, it really is. It's, I mean, like, even the fact, you look at the story behind the song, that could have been a film that featured the song in itself. <laughs> like, she's living in New York, she meets up with Ethan Hawke, he lives, like, across the road from her in yeah. an apartment. Maybe yeah. there's a romantic thing or whatever, don't want to cast aspersions on this yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's literally true, right? She's yeah. in the same apartment building I'm, as Ethan Hawke. I'm telling the story of the song, as it, but, but it could be. 
be a film. Like, yeah. And then Ethan Hawke's like, you're amazing. I'm going to take this to Ben Stiller. And Ben Stiller's like, this is amazing. I'm going to oh, put no, you in Ben the, Stiller in the already movie. heard it because of his massive ears. <laughs> 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 but even just like, fe- like feeding into that, that wonderful story, like she normally, especially at the time, wrote quite fictional songs. Yeah. Um, and this was a departure from that. And she's like, I'm going to write something really autobiographical. Yeah. But even then... And, and that's that's the one that did it. The breakup that she's writing about was her producer, who she made music with. I mean, that that's a storyline in yeah. itself as yeah. well. Oh, yeah, totally. Then you add that to the fact that it's in Reality Bites, which is like the most 90s film ever. That's it. I mean, Ethan Hawke's hair in itself... <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. ...is wearing a Nirvana shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I would like David Fincher to make that movie. With the 90s singularity? <laughs> yeah. yeah. About this song. <laughs> the remake of Reality Bites. Oh, <laughs> It'd be so gritty. It's what I have a dream. Uh, Trent Reznor doing a cover of Stay. Oh, is what you'd have there. Please, yeah. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross doing the soundtrack. (laughs) But there's something about the alternative kind of feel that it fosters that kind of doesn't sit so well with me. Like the film clip of her, like in the empty apartment. I love the the film clip. Yeah, it's just just directed by Ethan Hawke. Hey, of course it is. I mean, it's just layer on layer here. But I mean, like, and and even reality bites as well. Like the whole kind of yeah, man, we're like we're not part, we're not a suit. Like we're not we're not like that or whatever. But in in itself, it's so kind of corporate in a way. Of course it is. It's a Hollywood film. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So like, I look back and I kind of just go like. It definitely makes me think ahead to we're about to get Jagged Little Pill, I think, in a year from now. Oh, yeah, of course we are. And, like, it doesn't doesn't really have the the angst or the rage that that album does, but just the way that she's singing through, like, Fast and Slow and everything like that. Mm. That's true. It really made me think of... Morissette. Alanis Morissette, yeah. Proto-Morissette, in a way. Proto-Morissette. That's a great. That's a great term. We yeah, should use that. Is, it is a great She's genre, like, especially because you know there's so much irony around at the moment ah, at, at this time. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, I see what you did there. But but, but <laughs> I yeah I know she has a song called Irony. <laughs> All right, Ten thousand spoons. How big is your single? We don't need to talk about that. Do we have to talk about that at some point? Oh, we might. There are. <laughs> From what I recall, she got, like, three songs in the Hottest 100 yeah. without, like, even, like, barely getting played on Triple J. Yeah, like, I'm People were just obsessed with Alanis just at like that point. Just, like, a big BuzzFeed campaign. Hang on. Oh, hang yeah. On. yeah. Look, um, okay, so it's it's down to me, and, and you guys are really not going to like me by the end of these two episodes that we're recording today, just just as a spoiler, because you guys are going to be like, oh, yeah, like, this is okay, or it's either going to be like, oh, this is okay, or I hate this, or whatever, and I'll just be like, I fucking love this. You think this is a no, jam, I love don't this. you? I listened to this, like, half a dozen times the last few days. Really? Like, yeah, this is a great song. For wow. me, like, this is, I, I would honestly rank this as one of those songs that I wish I wrote, you know? Yeah, right. The, it, I just, I love the guitar arrangement and, like, the melodies, like you said, and there's just other tiny little bits in the uh, in the in the arrangement that I love, like that snare roll that goes into the second verse, definitely, and that like creaking double bass that goes up in the higher end, and the the little harmonies in there and stuff like that. I just find this to be a really beautifully crafted pop song, and yeah, like I've loved it from the second I heard it back in the day, like. Um, we've discussed at length, uh, um, m- my sister and I used to have things that we called Power FM songs. Power FM was yeah. the local radio station that uh, Adam used to work for. Yeah, used to. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, get to say, we get to say that now. That's Time a, has passed. That's a, that's a big thing that's happened between <laughs> season changed. one and two. Yeah, just blip on the radar 90s songs that would come up, uh, like Dishwaller and Sister Hazel and people like that. And we couldn't just look up the lyrics or anything like that. Yeah. So we just knew the song. So this was one of those songs that was... The 
the I only hear what I want to song. And every time it came on, I was just like, yeah, I like this. And so I guess I, I'll always have that sentimental attachment to it. Uh, and I do feel like the song now, in the in the scape of what music is now, in where it fits in, it, it does entirely depend on the connection that you have to the song and to the 90s and to that place in time. Yeah. Like... I mean, as as you say, like coming at it without any kind of Andrew, maybe maybe this is you, like coming at it without any kind of necessary attachment, you kind of end up with the opinion that we've arrived at. Like it's okay, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's it, but I but think like, if it was that, the first time you'd ever heard it, you'd be hard pressed to love the song. Exactly. Yeah. And which is which is kind of where I'm coming at it. But if you grew, if you love '90s stuff, you'd just be like, mm, yeah. Ethan Hawke's hair. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> That might be the episode, Doug. <laughs> well, don't call it too soon. We've got plenty more songs oh, to go. Oh, indeed we do. <laughs> In conclusion, reality bites, but I don't think this song does. You planned that. I totally <laughs> fucking did. That's in his notes, <laughs> I saw it. At number 99, this is Angelique Kidjo with Avalo. Angelique Kidjo at number 99 in the 1994 Hottest 100 with Agolo. And we are going to throw to our resident world music expert, Mr. Adam Muncher. <laughs> yeah. I like the Mars Volta. <laughs> yeah, that counts. <laughs> I've seen someone play bongos before. <laughs> I own a djembe. Hey! Uh, I asked for it for Christmas once. Nice. Nice. Yeah, but I mean, like, they got me one that it wasn't like a solid wooden one. It was kind of like a manufactured kind of plastic one. Tupperware. It, it sounded fine. <laughs> Well, yes, you, 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 don't, you, don't, you, don't, you got a you got a tub. He's got a painted top away. <laughs> you, you don't, Go on, Adam, start your band. <laughs> you don't reek of cheap weed enough to own a wooden gym. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm so glad this song is in this countdown. Really? Mm. At all? I think it's I think it's awesome. It, it's not in English. Um, for a start, the, the, the amount of songs that are in the hottest 100 history that aren't sung in English, I you know that I don't imagine there's a lot of them. Sung by African women, yeah. precisely. Yeah. So it's awesome that it's there, and the song is awesome as yeah, well. It's like a it's, jam. It's, like- it's such a jam. It's bright. It's colourful. It's sunny, and it's just such a fun time. But to me, like the the greatest thing about this song and kind of researching it and finding out about it is not just the discovery of the song, but the discovery of Angelique Kidjo herself. She's freaking amazing. She's man. incredible. She's I, I like I feel really bad for not knowing about her before. She's out of this world. She's one of those artists that is like constantly in Australia. She does like Womadelaide yeah, and mm, Blues yeah. Fest and all yeah. those kind. Of, I right. always see the name thrown around. I'm just like, oh yeah, like. But I yeah know very very little about her. Exactly. Uh, a few so, years ago, when I listened to a hundred albums from a hundred different countries, I listened to her for Benin. Oh no, um, I listened to her album Jin Jin from 2007, and it was so gorgeous. Where's, where's great, Benin? man? Uh, it's uh, West Africa, isn't yeah, it? West, yeah. like yeah. southwest. That's right. It's quite small. Um, 
Yeah, and it was a great album. Yeah. She's incredible. She does so much. Incredibly prolific yeah. musically. Yeah. And that's one thing, like, when I was researching, I was, like, seeing all these different albums that she had, all the different props that she was getting all over the place. She did a collaboration with Philip Glass yeah, last huh. year. I think it was last year. Like you do. I mean, that's just a cool thing. I don't yeah. necessarily want to listen to that, but it's <laughs> awesome that it happened. Totally. But, I mean, this is an incredibly poppy song, but I wouldn't be surprised if, digging through her discography, you'd find stuff that was far more experimental and I kind think of so, pushing probably. the envelope. But this is definitely from that poppier side of world. Yeah. music, you know. Yeah. This, is, this is an SBS commercial, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why it's, I guess, was able to make it here. Like, as yeah. much as, I guess, yeah. the early, everyone, like, you fetishize the early 90s Triple J era, but, like, this is not what you think about. But I know, so like, nice. this is such a bizarre inclusion to me. Like, I was just trying to think, you, you know how we always try and think about the people that went out of their way to vote back in the day? Yeah. Mm. And I was always, I'm just thinking, like, what demographic got this over the line, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just found that really, Who really bizarre. Who walked down to the post box. Yeah, with a jollo in their hand. Yeah. But I think the thing about that that is, and I think it's going to come up in in the next song that we're going to talk about as well, is looking back on it now, when we listen to a Hottest 100 these days, we have an entire year's worth of airplay that we're drawing upon. I mean, at least to some extent, even if we haven't listened to Triple J a lot that year, we still kind of know the amount of airplay certain things have got. So, I don't know, maybe Triple J found this and pushed it really hard. Maybe it was I, in the... I could see that. In like, the hit list. Yeah. If, if so, props to the programming department yeah. of Triple J, because there's absolutely no reason why this shouldn't be played, yet at the same time, it kind of comes as a little bit of a surprise. Definitely. Yeah. So it's awesome that it got in. It's awesome that it was voted for. Kijo herself, friggin' amazing. I yeah. mean, the only thing more prolific than a music career is the amount of charity work that she's she, yeah. done. Yeah, and unbelievable. UNICEF, Oxfam, like, she just... She's incredible. Off the chain. I mean, she's even in the most recent Band-Aid. Yeah. Which is, oh, yeah. We won't... Yeah, it is what it is. Got to get a couple of African artists in there so that it has some, like, semblance of legitimacy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I just, it's so wonderful that this is here. Also, uh, so far in the countdown, and, like, I think this is probably the furthest we could get in any of the Hottest 100s, it's all been female artists it's hey. really exciting it really I don't know exciting. maybe we can get further one year or at least this far but oh, like, I'd have so, my doubts like sequentially in a row yeah yeah that would be, like, be interesting to find out that'd be yeah. a good, that'd we'll be check that out we yeah. found it out. This is the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can probably safely assume, but it's, it's lovely. It's just yeah. a, a wonderful. It's it's all just about like loving yourself and loving yep. the world and well, all of that. Agolo is like a, a call to attention, a call to arms. It's just like it's so positive. And, and she wrote this while she was pregnant, which is which really? is really yeah. She wrote this while she was pregnant because she's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> and the whole thing was like reflecting upon the idea of us uh, humans as consumers and the way we're affecting the planet, and the idea that she's writing this positive song because there's going to be a birth to this. Child child and she wants everyone to kind of wake up and that child's and like 21 now the, holy shit <laughs> yeah, and, wow. and she and she's still around oh yeah making music it. still touring still doing amazing Jamie stuff Hart. props yeah. to Kijo props to people who voted this in the countdown yeah. it's a jam I think everyone thinks it's a jam absolutely sure sweet and number 98 this is the tea party with a certain slant of light
was the tea party at number 98 with a certain slant of light. Andrew, you've you've listened to music with guitars and <laughs> and men with deep voices at some stage. Because uh, this is that. This, this is, is totally that. that. Yeah. Um, I, I am a fan of both of those things. So. But uh, I'm assuming you haven't you haven't drunk at the tea party before. Uh, well, I've had tea before. So, uh, <laughs> have you um, had a party before? No. No. That's where the comparison falls short. <laughs> I, like, from what I've heard of the Tea Party and Jeff Martin, I'd say I have a casual interest in them. Musically, I think they kind of skirt the borders of that accessible side of post-punk, like the Triffids and Crime in the City Solution. But mm-hmm. it's, I, honestly, it's Martin's way too cock-rocky vocal performance that lets oh, this right. down. Like, it's not, like, musically and I guess compositionally and even lyrically, it isn't terrible. Like, I have a soft spot for songs about addiction. Like, there's mm. enough here to like about that. But it's all about Martin. Like, the, everything and, like, the way too cheesy guitar solo. It's all, like... For moments of positivity where I think, like, yeah, this is a pretty good jam. I can see these guys opening for, like, the Bad Seeds on their Canadian tours in the yeah. early 90s. I can see that happening. Yeah. And then when Martin... It becomes Jeff Martin show, and he just oh. loves hearing himself... His, yeah, he loves, <laughs> yeah, he loves getting a vocal grind on. Get right into the nasal cavities. I, right oh, yeah. Yeah. I just need to get it out there. Fuck you, Jeff Martin. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Now, this, on the is, list. This, is, this is about 15 years before he literally became an Australian citizen. Like, the Tea Party toured so much here that he actually moved here. Yes. Lives in Adelaide. He lives in Byron, which is exactly what I was saying before about Agolo and, and Triple J's airplane and whatever having a direct influence at this time, because, like... He's actually cited way, way early on that it was Triple J's pushing of the Tea Party and their music that led to the success in Australia. For the mm. longest time, I thought they were an Australian band. I totally... Yeah, yeah me too. Like, I looked and I was like, oh. And it's like, I don't think I think they were Australian, but I remember thinking that yeah. they were at some yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, well, Jeff Martin, yeah, like, he, he moved here a while ago and, like, he just... Won't fucking go away. <laughs> are, are you saying that we grew here and they flew here? Fucking exactly right. They came here. They're fucking stealing our jobs. Oh god, I just, I just find him so fucking insufferable. Yeah, he's such like a Byron dude. Like he has like all the, all the changes, like the hippie kind of dude. And like, but and he, he'll totally do that. Like. Like that cock rock vocal so fucking seriously. And he takes himself so fucking seriously. Yeah. And oh, it just drives me up the fucking wall. But there was a time when he wasn't that in- insufferable expat, you know. There was a time where, you know, he was at the forefront of alternative rock in Toronto of all fucking places. Yeah. And there's just always been something off about Jeff Martin for me, but I, 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 can, I can see why there was an appeal. At, at this point in in their career, like it, mm. it really kicks in around the chorus for me. Like when they really start changing things up. Like once you start listening to it, it's just like, oh god, I can see where this is going. Then the chorus kicks in, just like, oh, actually, that that was not as bad as I thought it was going mm. to be. Like the chorus is definitely the saving grace, mm. but it it didn't feel special. It was oh, like, sure. oh, like this yeah. is this is like some other stuff that is good. Yeah, yeah I look, guess. like overall, I really feel Tea Party were like a ha- you had to be there kind of band, maybe because. Uh, my brother and I first discovered them like about a year before they split up for the first time and now yeah they, they, they got back together like five years ago and they've just cashed in and done all these shitty reunion tours like the last one they did was with the Super Jesus so like a double shitty cash in tour oh, and just the almost horrible crusty remember the 90s <laughs> fucks just like 
oh, all these horrible one night out the year parents, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, this is real music. <laughs> this is music because I fucking remember it. It's just like, oh, bleh, fuck yeah. off. The guys who didn't go and see Lisa Loeb on the reunion. <laughs> yeah. Can Lisa Loeb re- reunite with herself? <laughs> do a reunion, does one, she, she a one person reunion to her? <laughs> she's got her own line of eyewear now, so she's got, okay, of course she does. Okay, we need to stop talking yeah. about Lisa Loeb. <laughs> I don't think we do. No. Oh. I think this song is a bit rubbishy. I feel yeah. like the musicality, like all those little guitar licks, they just get in the way of the song. Yeah, so like, it's like, like yeah. and it's like, oh, we're going to stop for like, just essentially like a scale. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to disagree with you there. Really? You like them? Well, the thing is like, I'm not a guitar guy until I am, but some little things just switch me over into it. And honestly, some of the, some of the little like flourishes and licks in this song and I just kind of like that the little little dude who learned to play guitar as a teenager just comes out at me and goes like yes oh, it's, you know, I, like, yeah. and I turn I've seen that little dude it's he's the, terrifying it's, it's the I hate football until my team is winning <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> aesthetic I think it might be yeah. I, think, oh, I, 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 I really understand. don't like those bits I just think they get in the way yeah. of what is otherwise still a pretty bad song well, like, see like my favourite part is the part just before the chorus where, where the drums kick in and it gets really like really kind of ornamental like I really love that bit I think that, yeah. and, and it's got such a beautiful lead up I think the chorus would nearly be as good if it didn't have that section just mm. before it so that's where I kind the of verse. Get, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm like, I, I, no no it's like the pre-chorus the, the verses yeah, sure, the sure. verses whatever oh yeah no the, vo- the verses the verse you need to have there's something yeah. about the production in this song do you need to <laughs> do you need to have a verse and she's dancing with the hands of fate while she's sleeping with the one she hates and tonight they celebrate it doesn't oh. work as spoken word <laughs> It doesn't work singing. <laughs> I, think, oh. I think I like this song more than everybody else. See, I think it's all right. I like, think it's I'm, okay. I'm with yeah, you. I'm with you cool. on that. It's it's okay. Um, I agree that it's a bit too. Is it Jeff Martin or is it Jim Morrison? Oh, um, same initial, same guy. <laughs> yeah, you Make heard the, it here first. Uh, Mac, you think? <laughs> Mac, you think? <laughs> I think there's something about the production of this song as well that just kind of doesn't work for me. It seems a bit. I don't know what it is. It's just. It's just like a bit. It's a bit Jeff unaffected, a bit too clear and clean. Mm. Like I think it's a it bit on the nose. Like could've... this is what we're going for, a hundred and ten percent. Like, and is it like this was branded as Moroccan roll when it first came out, which is just an... <laughs> so, as in like morose rock and roll. No, is it like from Morocco because they use like sitars and, and oh. drums and a little bit oh, of world that's music? Terrible. It's pretty bad. That's it's pretty. Awful. It's pretty oh, horrible. No. Yeah. Oh, that, you're the worst. It's actually kind of racist. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's not great. They didn't coin that term. It was the I assume idiotic kind of press who were throwing that around at the time, which is, oh. not, which is not super great. Not super great. The tea party story. <laughs> sure, you sure you'd ever talk about music. <laughs> Speaking of another tea party that's not super great, the American political tea party. Do you guys hear about this? They keep trying to buy the domain name. They really do. Yeah. They really keep trying to buy the teaparty.com. And it's incredible because the tea party were actually offered exorbitant amounts of money and hold to out. give it up. Oh, and they well, haven't. That's yeah. okay. Okay. Well, I can be on board with that. But yeah. However, the, oh. the tea party's website now features the, um, the, <laughs> slogan no politics just rock and roll yeah oh, no. <laughs> so for every silver lining there is a cloud oh, yeah. it's a great thought experiment like can what is worse that or the tea party themselves I, I just imagine I just had this vision of old mate old mate Jeff he's the webmaster of course he is he, he, he types up the slogan he, he he saves the changes and then just to no one in particular he just throws up the horns and no one swoops off yeah yes nailed it nailed, nailed it, it Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Love you, mate. Andrew, kind of hit. 
Yeah, I'd give it a thumbs up. But just the one. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, that's yeah. All right. Into yeah. the bin. Okay, so Nate, Nate you're like, not Into at all. Bin. Nah. Binned it. Dave, I think you've made yourself pretty clear, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you Love the band, hate the song. Yeah. That was it, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I have a passing interest in the game and I fucking hate the player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I mean, I think I'm probably along the same lines as you, Andrew, on this one. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we had this conversation. Playtime's over, motherfuckers. At number 97, this is Indy Kamozi with Here Comes the Hot Step Up! Hit it! Number 97, here comes the hot stepper. Oh my fucking god, I am so fucking excited. I think we have found this season's Apache Indian, my friends. Let's call it so soon. Fuck it, I'm calling it. This is this is the new this is our new Lord and Saviour of the podcast. How wonderful life is because this song is in the world. Like, this is the musical equivalent of a poncho, because it is impossible to be unhappy in a poncho, and it's impossible to be unhappy while you're listening to this song. You mean like a real like not like those plastic rain no, ponchos? No, 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 like yeah. an actual poncho. Oh, okay, because yeah. like, they're like terrible. rain poncho. Disposable rain yeah, poncho. It's Jesus. hard to get wet. No, I'm yeah. talking about the real deal, man. Okay, good, good. And while we're on the topic of being the real deal, Inikimose is the real fucking deal, man. Like, he just absolutely nails this song. Like, it's that weird, like, pop reggae of the 90s that kind of became a thing, like, through snow and things like that. And we're still, like, oh, proto-shaggy yeah. at this point, aren't we? Like, we're still building up to, yeah, to yeah, peak yeah. this kind of Mr. thing. Mr. Lover Lover is on his way, yeah. but uh, we before BS, we get there... As opposed to... <laughs> yeah, before, before we tell shaggy. you that story, before we have the to show you this story. In the year of our shaggy. <laughs> Look, I just... It's just bouncing, and it's fun, and it's irrepressible. It's just... It's, it's as Andrew would call at Jam City. It this is. is this is the mayor of Jam City <laughs> in 1994. Um, yeah, it is like the use of the sample of the no 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 sample. Obviously, uh, land of a thousand dances. Land of a thousand mm, dances. Yeah. Incredibly it's well the sampled. Cannibal and Headhunters version. Yeah, yeah. Yep. incredibly yep. well sampled. So sick. Um, it, the hook is irresistible. Um, I'm a like as we've all kind of I guess erred towards. I'm an absolute sucker for the fetishizing the other that is the Jamaican accent in a oh, reggae yeah. pop rock song. Big time. I think, I think that's fair. I will fetishize it forever. <laughs> it's fantastic and it's, it's easy to get into. Like if it, Even if it came out today and I was at a party and it came on, it'd be just like, fuck yes, city. It is. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yes, city. Yeah. You, a, you go a, to a, a lot of very interesting yeah. places. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a busy commute. All um, stations to Jam yeah. City. Yeah. <laughs> Jam City is surely neighbours with fuck yes. It is, yeah, but, yeah, it's the cities. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's a terrific song, terrific 
everything about it is just there's so much to love. It's just yeah, yeah. I I put it to you though that he never really makes good on his claim of being a lyrical gangster. Well, that is true. Like. Yeah. I don't know, a lot of this kind of stuff, there's a big talk about how good they are at rapping and they just never get round to rapping. <laughs> Which is fine, like, the song doesn't need it. Let me but... tell you how good I am at rapping. I will continue yeah, to tell you. I will you. just tell you about it. You know, tell, don't show. <laughs> but I think the word gangster is kind of essential to him at this point. From what I was reading, this song marked a reinvention for Inno- 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 Yeah, Inno- like, he'd been around for a little while, but he hasn't right. just been doing Britpop or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was the God. other Britpop band. <laughs> Inikamozi is actually Damon Albarn, just uh, just so you guys know. Whoa, I know, Matthew Think. But he, when he first came in, he was doing like kind of more traditional stuff, and he he was noticed as being like this kind of really weedy kind of dude and whatever. Like, and he was just he was just a guy. But now he he came back with this, and he beefed up heaps. Yeah, and he was you know addressing himself as a gangster or whatever. And I mean, like it's '94, so too small to control. We're kind of getting into that point where, like, almost everyone needed to be a gang. I think it's around about that time, right? Yeah. Like, everyone, everyone I think, kind I think of that image be... is getting more and more popular very quickly. It needed to oh, be too sure. small. Well, when was, yeah. when was Straight Outta Compton? Um, 88. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Was it, it was an 88? Yeah. Of course it was. So, I mean, like, that's already dropped. So you've got... Yeah. the hangover from that. Like, yeah, Dre's at his peak and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, 1993 was The Chronic yeah. as well. So oh. and, and Doggy Style. Yeah. Um, so, Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we can see where he's coming from in terms of, like, breaking into the mainstream and connecting to, to that. And this it does have a bit of a West Coast vibe to it in mm. this track in parts. And I love that, you, that he doesn't ever show off his lyrical skills. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. You've that's locked true. in that yeah. bass line. You've locked in that amazing call and response. So You've good. locked in the beat. You've mm. got the jam. You I think the verses are really good too. I think like the the melody really reminds me of "Come Together." Uh huh. Yeah. By um the Beatles. Yes. You may have heard of them. Oh, just, it's just yeah. that kind of like dun, 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 yeah yeah dun, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's good got call. that kind of backbeat to it that it does that. It's weird. My favorite piece of trivia about this song is that at the time it was used in pretty much every fashion show that Oh, it totally uh, was. Yeah. Which totally makes Great. sense. Yeah, it cool. really is the successor to Boom Shakalak. Like, yeah. that was in so many commercials, and now this is the fashion show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's incredible. So we all think this is a jam. Yeah, it's great. Good. So happy it's here. Yeah. <laughs> can we uh, can we kickstart uh, an Inika Mosey slash Apache Indian tour? Were they just exclusively played for the four of us? <laughs> just the ten minutes that will take to play the two songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We fly them out from their respective countries, <laughs> wherever the fuck they are now, and just like, okay, here is all the money we have. Play these two songs. How much do you think it would cost? I can't afford the airfare, let alone the performance fee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So things. that's why we kickstart yeah. it. It's just like, none of you get to come, but uh, <laughs> we get to enjoy this. We could make we could $50, make that we'll tell you about it afterwards. <laughs> We'll give you a we'll give you For a shout out. We'll Facebook. show you the photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, now we need to move on uh, because if we do keep talking about this song, I am going to break into the Running Man, and I will not <laughs> stop. Why was there not an official dance? Why was there not a hot s- mm. step? It's not Just do the rules. Running Man. Like, what else would you do? <laughs> it's it's too rules. hot. Like, you watch that video. It's so hot in that video. <laughs> oh, oh, it really is. Video, isn't the video fantastic? Uh, just the, just the, the money? Oh, yeah, the money, that, like, yeah. superimposed. <laughs> yeah. the, oh, beautiful. Or the one where oh. he, like, rips through the screen and steps out. Oh, and just, magic. like, lots of water, like, splashing on women's tummies. Just, mm, just like, stomachs. Really badly shot. So, yeah. like, there's nothing sexual or anything about it. It's, it's just, just like, very strange. Oh, is it a hot day? I guess it's just a hot day. Very hot. In conclusion, 
Jam City population. Jam else. fucking city. Murderer! At number 96, this is Blur with Girls and Boys, the Pet Shop Boys remix. Number 96 with the Pet Shop Boys remix of uh, Girls and Boys. Always should be someone you really, really <laughs> love. Uh, now, uh, we've we've stumbled onto another first. Uh, this is our first alum from the 1993 Oldest 100. Oh, that's true. And we've scored two in one go. So, yeah. uh, Blur came in uh, about 91, I think, with the song Tomorrow. And uh, we've discussed uh, the Pet Shop Boys at length we with uh, the really gayest have. song of all time, <laughs> Go West. <laughs> gayest and the greatest. The gay greatest? You made very good and it's very gay. Yeah, it's very good and very gay. Speaking of very good and very gay, uh, Nathan. <laughs> I feel like Nathan, you get shafted on the segways more than the rest of us. Oh, yeah. I, I cop a lot. <laughs> I was hoping that Fellas? this season would be a change of pace. Like, but no. no. You're still my bitch. You yeah. really are. Okay, well, what do you want me to say about this song, David? <laughs> Ooh, okay, uh, well, I've written out your speech here. Okay, uh, yes, great. Okay, uh, so. Uh, I strongly believe that this is a great. No, I do. This is, this is amazing, I obviously. I wholly endorse this product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, it's so good. This is, like, Pet Shop Boys always had to remix this song, apparently. Like, you listen to it, it's like, this is just... This is Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Yeah. This was always going to happen. This needed to happen. The Blur song is good. Oh. Like, Whoa. Uh, I actually prefer the remix. Uh, what? Yes. What? Wait, does, do people not? Yeah, I don't. Whoa. I think... I, I love the Girls original song. Girls and Boys song. is, like, one of the best pop singles of the 90s. Look, yeah, it's I'm- good. But the remix oh, is better. I think, think the remix is way better. Oh. I think I think the original is dated, whereas the remix still sounds really good right now. Dude, the baseline though, like the ba- in the original, yeah, but in the original it's just boys too and girls, like, not quite. I don't know. It's, I think the remix is way better. Whoa! Mm. Oh, yeah. I, the, the, the that was a left turn. I did not sorry, write that for the record. Sorry, sorry, David. I think the, the original, like um, the reason I think I like the original so much is it's far more like pulp than most other oh, Blur songs. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. a fair point. Because Pulp are the superior choice in the Britpop war. Um, and let me make that clear apart again. Apart from any. Yeah, apart from any. Um, <laughs> yeah, and this, uh, the, the remix, I think, it doesn't it isn't stray too far from the original, which I think is to its benefit. It just amps up the Pet Shop Boy-y aspects of the original song and yeah. pumps up the bass to be way high in the mix. Like, I think 
the remix, I have to disagree say it hasn't dated. I think it's dated more, the really? remix. But yeah. I think that's to its benefit. It sounds like it's locked to an era before 93. It sounds like it's from 1983. Yeah, right. Oh, totally, yeah. And it make, but that makes it sound better today. Like, I, I, I'm with you. I think I do prefer the remix to the original as well. Yeah, look, I think that the original is good. I just, like, you know, I, I went back and listened to it, and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is great. And I listened to the remix again. I was like, no, this is just... This is so cool. Like, mm. and it's just... I don't know. It's it's bigger and and louder and more constant and more partying and the. It gets rid of the bounce. That's what I don't like about it. I mean, like well, girls, I think it's girls got plenty of bounce. It doesn't have as much bounce. I want. I want it's not as no spiky. Worse. I think the like the, blur, the original is very spiky. I like the spiky, and that, that's good. But I just I no. I, I think like it's just way more fun in the remix. I mean, it's it's made for the dance floor, so it's it gets yeah, in yeah. its jam and it just sits there. Yeah. Whereas, like, being a pop song... Which is the goal. The, the, the girls and boys song doesn't necessarily need to do no, that. The no, original no. doesn't need to necessarily Look, do I that mean, as much. We can probably agree that the two songs are doing different things. Like, sure. They're, yeah. they're not trying to oh, do absolutely. the same thing. And, like, and they're they're two they both markets. do what they're doing very well. And I certainly am glad that the remix is made because if I was in a club and someone was going to drop uh, a song and it, you'd want it to fit with the rest of their set obviously being a good DJ and you know this is the this is the thing it does it because hearing girls and boys in any kind of way is better than not hearing girls this is true, true. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad for, yeah, it, for like, that if, someone, if, but, I, if, I was, if I was out dancing and someone dropped this that would be amazing it would just be so fun yeah. but yeah. likewise if I was out in an indie night or whatever and they dropped the original girls and boys I'd still lose my mind oh I'd lose my goddamn mind I, yeah, always, exactly. I always do the I second I do I was like yes yeah I think we need to call a spade a spade here. I'm pretty sure this only got voted in because the original was ineligible. Oh, was yeah, it? I was well, actually maybe. wondering about that. Oh, because... That's what I'm thinking. Like, it's just like, oh, I really want to vote for Girls and Boys. Well, oh, because the original... Remix. It the still s- counts. still counts. The single came in in March 1994, the original Girls and Boys from Parklife. Mm. So, I mean, that seems eligible to me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because, uh, yeah, we, we're well, going to hear more from Parklife later this season. Surely Parklife's in here somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm. Okay, good. So, but like, why would the original not be eligible, I know. It must have been eligible. Maybe people just preferred the remix. Maybe, <sighs> ma- yeah, and Jay Nathan, must have did you it. vote in the 1994? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I definitely knew all of these bands when I was six. <laughs> I understood the nuances of a song about girls and boys remixed by a really gay band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you've hit it on the head, though, Andrew. Maybe it was just again a J play thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe. this was the there's, no, that... there's nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely but not. Yeah. Absolutely not. But I like what you said, Andrew. Like, I think there's something in the fact that, like, the, you know, it, it, girls and boys and the whole Britpop thing was very big into the androgyny. Yeah. And, like, oh, and, sure. And, like, they, they pushed that, especially in the video for this as well. But then to, for Pet Shop Boys to remix it, kind mm. of, I don't know, that? turns that on its head and amplifies it by a thousand. And yeah. it's just like this... This is even like a step further in terms of playing around with gender in pop music, and I yeah. think that's really cool. True, okay. I agree with that. Well, it always should be someone you really love, and we all love the Pet Shop Boys, so it all works out. Terrific. That brings us to the end of the first episode of season two for Hottest One Hundreds and Thousands. Before we get out of here, let's do a quick run around the table and pick our favourites and our least favourites. And we're going to start with Adam. Agolo. 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 Yeah. For favourite. Yeah, for favourite. Agolo for favourite. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I love everything that listening to this song has brought me for this podcast. The awareness of Kijo, the, the song itself, the feeling that I got whilst listening to the song for prepping up for this. Um, yeah. It could have easily been the Girls and Boys remix because Girls and Boys is such a jam of a song and mm. I adore it, but I'm going to have to give it to the Discovery, as I often do. Uh, yeah, that's in these, good. In these kind of tiebreaker situations. So mm. what was your worst? I, I guess I'm probably going to have to go with Stay. 
You know, it's just, hey, it's, what? It's just you know, it doesn't it doesn't have the ornamental guitar that the Tea Party does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Correct. <laughs> and it's, so it's just a bit of a. And I don't and I don't really get into nineties that much. So mm. eh, I'm sorry, that reality might bite. I think my uh, favorite would have to be um, Inikamozi. Yeah, nice. Of course. And, yeah, cool. Uh, my least favourite, again, stay as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah. God damn yeah. it, fuck you guys. My favourite was Lisa Loeb, because fuck everyone else. <laughs> Good. Uh, I was going to say that, but I, I can pick something else now. So. <laughs> my worst was the tea party, which I'm assuming was uh, uh, Nathan's choice oh, as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely least favourite. And, like, honestly, like, I would be happy with a four-way split for favourite, because, like, the other four songs I thought were all great. But I'm going to pick um, Boys and Girls. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Alrighty, well that does us for another week. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. Uh, yeah, thanks over... for coming back. Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming back. Or uh, joining us for the first yeah, time. Yeah, Indeed. either way, um, we're very stoked to have you here. Oh, but yeah. until next time, my friends, on behalf of Miss Adam Buncher. See ya. Mr. Andrew McDonald. Adios. And Miss Nathan Harrison. See ya. My name is David Jam Jung. Keep music evil. Murderer! Love it. Great. Cool. cool. One hundreds and thousands is filmed in front of a live studio audience. We are aren't you dancing with the hand of fate? Oh no, dancing with the hand of fate. <laughs> Sorry, I may have tipped my hand. Oh goddamn! <laughs>